1: Before you guys get into today's Topic Thunder, just a word of warning, I forgot to change the presets on my Zoom recorder, so it's going to go back to the the tinny, nasally, what people complained about, and I've gotten right every other time, but I forgot this time, so just a word of warning before you get in, enjoy the show, it's just this once, I will remember always, please don't hold me to that, Topic Thunder.
0: Hey, welcome everybody to a brand new episode of Topic Thunder. thunder. Here from the Top Ten Show, I am John Roca.
1: I am Matt Nose. Thank you uh, to everybody that supports us over patreon.com forward slash the Top 10 This is a show that used to be just for them, but we opened it up once the pandemic hit. To just yeah. throw more out there, more people. We get tweets and, and messages all the time saying, dude, you have no idea how much, you know, I appreciate all the content you guys are generating. Yeah. But for those people that it does, you know, it helps them get through their week. They had a bad week. They sit down. Somebody tweeted us today or yesterday or something just like I binged. I got so busy but I benched a ton of your stuff and it helped me through a rough time It's yeah. like awesome man uh, fantastic yeah. so that's what topic Thunder is it's uh they you know they handle all the questions but we put it out for the world
0: That's right they must love our voices talking about it yeah do you like this talking about it just get right on into it yeah uh, it's all this conversational topics that they that they bring up and you know the patrons uh, although this is not just for the patrons only anymore in terms of Viewing capacity; it is for the patrons only who can send questions in. So, if you want to be a patron, as a uh, uh, Matt pointed out, at the address. Go there, see the multiple tiers. I think it's the five dollar and above that can send in questions. So, go and subscribe at least at that level if you haven't yet hesitating about it. And hey, some maybe some of you have been hesitating about it. And look, mm-hmm. we're giving you so much incredible content. We just started the golden ticket. Hope you guys are enjoying that as well. You guys and you ladies are enjoying that as well. So, look at all this extra content we've been giving you guys. And if you're not. Uh, on the Patreon, not donating, maybe hesitating or whatever, like, you know, make a move, come come aboard the train, come aboard the top 10 train, keep us afloat, keep us alive. Cause we like entertaining you guys and look how much extra stuff we're putting on the plate, uh, during these times to keep you entertained and what have you. So that's my hardcore softcore pitch for that there. That's my um, approach. Yeah. All right. You ready? You want to start? Yeah. 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 Let's do this thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's start with Nick Francis, right? He had one from last week. And so we'll start him off again with his second one this week. Uh, he says, right. uh, hi, John and Matt. Which villains would you like to see appear in the Reeves Pattinson Batman movies that haven't been in a movie yet or have only been done poorly in movies? Personally, I want to see some of the more fantastical villains like Man Bat, Clayface, or the Mad Hatter. But I also think Poison Ivy and Mr. Freeze deserve a second shot. Thanks for taking my question. Uh, all right. What do you think, Matt?
1: Poison Ivy's tough to me to do yeah?
0: live action. Um.
1: Because it it's such a, to, I don't know, Freeze seems more realistic. Mm-hmm. Just don't go over the top the Schwarzenegger route. <laughs> and I love to this day that he still enjoys what he did in that movie. Oh, so, I'll like,
0: it to his death. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. It's just like, it's a bad movie, but uh, I had fun. So I don't, you know, hey, good for him. Why not? Yeah. Um, let's see. What other villains? I'd like to see the Riddler and Penguin again.
0: Yeah, I'd like to see a better Penguin. I'm agreeing with you on that. Better Riddler, for sure. There's so much more to explore with Enigma, Edward Enigma, than they did mm-hmm. with Jim Carrey, which that film is utterly unwatchable now. At least for me, it's utterly unwatchable. Um, and, yeah, there's so much, so many more. And they've invented so many more new villains over the last few years as well, as they've tried to expand Batman out, like Black Mask, which appeared yeah. in the Birds of Prey movie. Black, Black Mask is see great. That, Right? It's a great villain. It is. an excellent villain. And then uh, you could do Red Hood. You could do Red Hood. Yeah, that's another one. A live-action Red Hood would be a lot of fun. Um, And certainly within the Pattinson realm of things could be interesting as well, because it doesn't have to necessarily have been Jason Todd. It could or it could be Jason Todd. But Jason Todd was maybe someone who was a little bit younger than him who went to school at, uh, you know, maybe the same school or whatever. So it doesn't necessarily have to be that Pattinson was like his uh, mentor in any way, shape or form. It Mm -hmm. could just be someone that knew about him or knew him. And so they have some kind of connection as well. Yeah, I would love that. Um what uh I guess Huntress is a possibility. We've seen uh okay. what Mary Elizabeth Winstead did, but there's more to explore there. I think Batgirl, maybe not villain wise, but a better Batgirl could be interesting. Um yeah, yeah. not grab you.
1: Yeah, I want Batman. I don't want Robin. I don't want Batgirl. <laughs> okay. I don't want any outside of Gordon. Here. I want Batman. <laughs> That's all I want. Any other Huntress never jumped off the page for me. That's the only reason uh okay. I'm against him there i wish to right. me poison ivy work and maybe they could pull it off i just don't see how po- it's possible
0: yeah it's a tough one for sure ah what else is well, that just to make
1: get? plants grow it it looks too ridiculous to me in a world of superheroes when you're doing live action
0: yeah 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 it's just well, i uh, mean he, he suggested mad hatter i think that'd be weird seeing a yeah, guy mad hatter around. would be good you think so okay yeah all right. i think
1: mad hatter i would love to see even though i liked it the first time scarecrow again
0: oh yeah scarecrow Mm-hmm. You know, I was uh, finishing up, I was rewatching Batman Dark Rises uh over the last few days, like in half an hour, forty five minute chunks. I like that movie, man. I like that they brought people back. I like that they got all these villains to essentially come back and tell the story. So it I would like to see a Scarecrow again.
1: Yeah. It doesn't make any fucking sense though. <laughs> okay, tell me why. That's the problem. Okay, so George, uh, b- pardon me, Bruce Wayne. Yes. In Illegal transaction happens on a floor like,
0: oh, the stock exchange. Well,
1: the, okay. the robbery there, they would then shut down all trades that happened and that day would just be nullified. And it doesn't matter. Anything suspect around the time. There's no way uh, guys come in with machine guns and then a massive trade that royally screws one person goes through that. The system doesn't go. No, no, no. We protect our oligarchs. And it does. So okay. there's there's just no way. OK, say it does go through. Okay. Fine. Fine. Goes back to his house, and now he's being foreclosed on. So, right. Bruce Wayne didn't build that with his expendable wealth that he had on the side. Like he took out a loan, and now all his money—he wasn't diversified in any way. All his money was wiped out. So he gets evicted from. Get the fuck out of here. Uh. Then the bomb at the end—he's got a, bomb, a nuclear bomb, and he's monologuing. Yeah. To what's her name? It's Just like, dude. That is a bomb, and he's just stopping to talk. I don't give a fuck. Get it out of the city. He just happens to fortuitously show back up with 12 hours left or 16 hours, whatever, so he can do the big bat signal in, in yeah. flame. Yeah. It's been going on for months, and finally it's going to happen. He Just magically. it. it, it no. <laughs> it's a lot right. of coincidence, and it's
0: stretching it's a co- of illogical bounds. For me, it's a comic book movie. And so I accept it for what it is. And I I hear your logical issues, uh, but also the Joker would be dead about a thousand times over in The Dark that's, night.
1: Yes, but that's what happens in the comic book movie. To ground it and make it more impactful to us is the yeah. day-to-day life of Bruce Wayne. So the when that's completely illogical to me, right. well, then the rest of this is like, I don't care. And then the monologue at the end was like, that seals the deal for me on this movie. I don't care for it.
0: The one thing I forgot about, though, because I haven't watched these in quite some time uh pete holmes really nails the batman voice when he does those parodies he does it does sound exactly like christian bale doing that that yeah. voice i guess i'd forgotten how much of that Mr. Fishy! No! <laughs> Yeah, some of those are excellent just guess, flat out the excellent. big one the big one is just the best
1: but batman, he's got one. yeah one with superman that's good he's got one oh, he's yeah. got like He's got like five, six, seven that I've seen, I believe.
0: The Dark Knight one is funny, too. It? But we had sex. Had yeah. a I didn't even shower. <laughs> it's all squishy. Uh, anyway, all right. So uh, there's our answer. Uh, thank you, Nick, for sending that in. Uh, what do we got next, Matt? Charles
1: Kim sends in, uh, Hi, John and Matt. Thank you so much for all the content and for making the past four months less miserable. Well, My question for you is the following. Which actor or actress is body of work has been forgotten or overlooked by today's audiences i think de niro and daniel Day lewis get an abundance of praise while jimmy stewart is rarely spoken of which is unfortunate Uh, he had one heck of a career Mm -hmm. would who would say uh who would you say sorry deserves more attention for their accomplishments thanks and i look forward to hearing your thoughts sincerely charles kim okay um
0: i I mean yeah go ahead but i i read it so go ahead Oh, two Leap to Mind, uh, Barbara Stanwyck. No one talks about Barbara Stanwyck anymore. And Barbara Stanwyck was incredible. She was in westerns. She was in straight drama. She was in film noirs, Double Indemnity. Uh, she, she was a lead actress in a lot of uh, really good films that have stood the test of time. Uh, and she was a strong, strong uh, presence on screen. And someone that you normally, by just by appearance, you don't think would be a strong uh and be able to jump genres and do really incredible work and she was she was one of those that did uh gary cooper is another yeah people talk about high noon but talk about pride of the yankees talk about sergeant york talk about some of these other films i do think people still talk about jimmy stewart because if it's if it's a wonderful life you know i think he's still in essentially a pop culture conversation maybe not as powerfully as he was before but he certainly hasn't faded Uh, But I would say Gary Cooper has. Rarely do people mention Gary Cooper in anything uh, other than High Noon as one of those quintessential westerns. But there's a crap ton of films that he's been incredible in. And Jimmy Stewart also doesn't leave the public consciousness because of all the Hitchcock films he was in.
1: Mm -hmm. That's the first thing I think of when it's that. And then it's It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, I think Jimmy Stewart's not a prime example. Right. Gary Cooper, like I agree with you. Um, And who knows with De Niro and Day-Lewis. If yeah. 30, 40 years after their death, we assume some of theirs will hold up, but yeah. uh, who knows? Who knows? I mm-hmm. mean, Jimmy Stewart, Think uh, you know, he still has movies that stand up that people watch, and it's appointment watching for them. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but Gary Cooper is, you know, uh, fucking a horse of a different color.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, yeah, I mean, there was a lot, I like, think... Even Portier, right? Once you get past In the Heat of the Night, how many people can really name you a bunch of films that Sidney oh. Portier was great in? Sneakers. Yeah, okay. Fair. Sneakers is good. <laughs> I like but, Sneakers a lot. It's a good film. Great ensemble cast. The, yep. defi- the Defiant Ones is another one. He won okay. the Oscar for Lilies of the Field, Patch of Blue, A Raisin in the Sun. There's a lot of them, but they rarely get mentioned. Now it's like Denzel or... Uh, or whoever else you want to mention that's a currently powerful black actor. But it's like Sydney gets lost yeah. in the appreciation, I think, overall, uh, when people talk about the greatest.
1: What, yeah, but don't you think it's also the context of the movie themselves because some of those uh, of various actors translate over the years, whereas others feel very of the time. Like, cinema graduated in the 70s, and yeah. it kind of acclimated us to oh, we can do all of this now. And that's why those guys are held in higher regard, by and large. Right, right. Uh, Just because those movies can be more thought-provoking or groundbreaking or shocking um, than the studio fare that you got. So the fact that we still remember some of their names shows you it's a testament to the movies, but the bulk of what came out that year is not my cup of tea, so it's kind of impressive.
0: Right. What about Tom Berenger, Matt? Like, Tom Berenger was the king in the 80s and 90s, and then
1: poof. Was he? Was he, I mean, come on! He worked a lot, but platoon. Was he major platoon. league? Yeah. Okay, hold but on. What was his big, big, huge hit that made Tom Berenger? I have was to, a name. I think you have to say platoon, isn't it? Sure, right. But do
0: you think of his
1: platoon as Buku box office?
0: No. I, well, I, I know it was nominated for best picture, and he, he was I think he won for best actor. But uh let's see, because t- uh, he showed up in Inception as well, which is was a mind blowing moment. Let's see here, the Big Chill. Eddie and the cruisers. Come on. These are iconic films here. Platoon. Uh, He had a good that shoot to kill film is pretty good with him and Poitier and uh, Kirstie, Wright, Kirstie Alley, rather. Major League. Born on the 4th of July, but he's not really that much into it. Mm -hmm. And then Gettysburg. uh, And then he kind of fall after the substitute. He kind of falls off the, the rails here.
1: Yeah. Did he yeah. do those sniper movies? Yes,
0: the sniper movies. He was in Training Day, yeah, part in Training Day.
1: Exactly, but it, he became that his role yeah, in Inception and true. Training that's Day.
0: True. You come in for a
1: smaller. Oh shit! There's Tom Berenger.
0: Right. What about Michael Bean? Do you think Michael Bean felt anything there? Nah, I guess not that.
1: Not only that had two. Level. Right. Yeah. Really, yeah. Two to that's three. Fair.
0: That's fair. You know,
1: Terminator, uh, Aliens, and yeah. Abyss. Yeah. Yeah. Which are three huge movies. It's crazy he didn't have more.
0: Right. 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 But uh, yeah, those are the only three that I can think of as beings. I think in the seventies, if you want to look at actresses, Marsha Mason and Jill Clayburgh, go back and watch their movies. If you want to really experience uh, the seventies through a woman's point of view, they did some incredible. And Gina Rollins as well. Like, just those three are incredible, and they just kind of get forgotten in the mix. And of course, Jill Clayburgh was uh, Kristen Wiig's mom in Bridesmaids, uh, and she's almost unrecognizable in that role, you know. But mm. she was great in the seventies, you know. And Marsha 40. Mason. Was like, Poof.
1: Yeah. 40 years later.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Uh, All right. Um, Should we move on to our next one? Yeah, I think so. Thank you to Mr. Charles Kim. Thank you, Charles. Chris Lemke. I'm going to Lemke. Uh, All right. Lemke said, Hey guys, hope all is well over on your side of the country. Thank you. I know that film classics aren't normally as seen and recognized as the newer or more popular films, but it's a good group of film geeks that listen to the show and especially on the Facebook page. So I'm sure we'd all love to hear some thoughts on films that you've enjoyed from before the 1960s. I've always loved films like It Happened One Night, Treasure of the Sierra Madre, and The Third Man. Thanks and be well, Lemke. Uh, what do you say there, Matt?
1: Well, it's interesting that back-to-back questions oh. deal with classic yeah. of pop culture versus not. Uh, let's see, 12 Angry Men.
0: Yeah, yeah, really good one there.
1: Uh, Maltese Falcon. Yeah, good stuff. On the Waterfront? Yes. Um, Streetcar, but I like On the Waterfront more. Agreed. Uh, What do you got?
0: Well, I mean, you've got Casablanca, right? People love Casablanca. I'm not the biggest fan of it, but I know people love it. Humphrey Bogart, Jimmy Cagney, Public Enemies is a fantastic film. Little Caesar with Edward G. Robinson is Mm -hmm. incredible. Um, Let's see, Yankee Doodle Dandy with uh, uh, Jimmy Cagney is great. Uh, anything with it. White Heat is a fantastic 1950s mm-hmm. film. I agree with Matt with On the Waterfront. Um, even The Wild Ones is a good Brando one to watch as well. Um, high Noon, I think, is around the 50s as well. Speaking of that, I think Shane is around the 50s as well. Shane, I'm pretty sure, is High Noon, is it? Yeah, I think it's High Noon. It's like 51 or something like that. Okay. I'm that try- I am trying for some I, reason. I think it is because it's in full-on black and white. Yeah. So Yeah, 52, 52, yeah. Okay. And I think Shane is 53. Uh, I think. Yeah, 53. Yeah. God damn it. Why couldn't that have been my five point Anyway, uh, those uh, those films are there. Um, I there's a lot of great Sunset Boulevard is fantastic mm-hmm. as well as a classic. Uh a lot of the Kirk Douglas ones, the noir one, the one he did with Robert Mitchum. Damn, I can't remember the name of that one. Uh that's wow. a pretty good one. Um
1: yeah, Out of the yeah. past.
0: Out of the past. Out of the past. Yeah. That's Did you a pull good that? I'm sorry yeah. I'm looking over the question. No, totally pulled it. Yeah, it's in there. It's always in there somewhere, man. Um Night of the Hunter is a fantastic one with Robert Mitcher, too, with the mm-hmm. with the love and hate tattooed. Um what's the Gregory Peck one? Where's the lawyer? Um To Kill a Mockingbird? Yeah, to kill a Mockingbird. That's yeah.
1: What. That one actually that still holds up pretty well. it's it's slow at times, but Right. It's right. still good.
0: I'd throw yeah. Citizen Kane in there. Touch of Evil. Um,
1: yeah. How far back do you want to go? Because, you know, like, <laughs> well, your chaplains and your, you know, Buster Keaton's. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I mean, I love me some early Three Stooges. Three Stooges is
0: great. And Laurel great. And Hardy. And Laurel Hardy, yes. Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and Avan uh, Costello is my all time favorite. Not
0: <laughs> <I bet>. bad. For <sighs> two
1: months, I lived in, I think it was. One of the two of them used to own a house up in Sherman Oaks, and I lived in the guest house for two months. I moved in, and then the owner was like, you know what? I'm going to sell the house. Sorry. I was like, that's fine. That's fine. I'll find another place. Yeah, I had been in my previous place for four years. I was happy there. Right. But the opportunity came up. uh, My friend lived in the main house, and he's like, the pool house is opening up. Do you want it? And it was it was actually a little bit more expensive, but I could do laundry there. I didn't have to worry about street sweeping. Like it, Perfect. certain certain things on trade offs, and then it yeah. was. I want to say it was Abbott's house. Oh wow! Way back when, um, yeah. Then I had to move out seven eight weeks later. Oh, that sucks. Yep, it blew.
0: I uh, I still will watch uh, Who's on First. That's still one of the classic classic bits that you're ever going to watch. Tight as hell. Uh-huh. Great performances. If you'll never see if you guys have never seen who's on first from Mavin and Costello, there's a great uh, one they did for the actors home that they have on YouTube. Absolutely stellar. Absolutely stellar.
1: Well, you can see the vaudeville act just Good. on film. That was something they did on stage yep. and just yep. over and over and over. That's why the timing is so pitch perfect, because yeah. they've done that by repetition. Who knows how many hundreds, if not a thousand times?
0: Yeah. 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 Uh, Incredible stuff, man!
1: It is uh, them with uh, all the different monsters. Oh yeah! Get, <laughs> 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 fucking that slayed me every time Costello would do that. Yeah, yeah, agree. Uh, <laughs> yeah, those with them, Three Stooges. And then every once again, I would watch Laurel and Hardy.
0: Yeah, Laurel and Hardy was good too. Uh, I never Did really watch- watched the Marx Brothers. Oh, I was a massive fan of the Marx Brothers. No, massive. yeah. Oh yeah, Duck Soup. Duck bit, Soup, I've seen and Man, date the races night at the opera night at the um, opera I've seen. coconuts horse feathers which is the college one just hilarious horse feathers um there was only like a five or six there weren't that many Um, uh, but the ones that were there were well, really good
1: yeah because the other three that we mentioned did shorts
0: yes exactly good point
1: yeah yeah oh yeah. Uh, it's easier to stitch together just a loose collection of sketches than right. actually make a full movie uh i wish i could yeah, get I it know. Go ahead. I was going to say, maybe I should watch them as an adult. I would just, I'd rather watch Laurel and Hardy or well, Abbott and Costello I or
0: anyway. For me, it's nostalgic, right? I was watching it as a kid. So I don't know. Watching it as adults sometimes can be, it depends on the mood you're in, right? Cause you're like, Oh, these jokes seem so obvious. So it all depends. I think on what mood you're in to enjoy that film, those films for sure. Um, Cause they didn't do any shorts. I don't think the marks Brothers. I think it was all just like straight from vaudeville into feature films. Yeah, Both. I believe so. Yeah.
1: Um, but I, you know, I only know so much about him because I've never, oh, just lost John there. I don't know what happened. Uh, Kibitzen, hope you guys are liking the golden ticket that is, uh comes out. It was episode two dropped on uh, this past Monday. And we hope you enjoyed that. It was a good time to record. And uh, we're looking forward to in the near future.
0: <laughs> there you are. Jesus Christ. What ha- You slapped your hand down and suddenly it just yeah. disappeared. I, I, apparently, I had my mouse set on uh, the ex- exiting out of this thing uh, when I was trying to exit out of the IMDb. So uh, my bad. My bad. My bad, everybody. My bad. It happens. Um. Anyway, the Marx Brothers. But we're moving on. <laughs> we got, I think, uh, think yeah. we've got time. Well, he did it again.
1: Exit out. Let's see how long it takes him this time. And uh, sorry for my... Uh, Low energy today. I've had a hell of a week, and I am dead tired. Even though it's the middle of the day, but I'm here for you. (laughs) Jesus
0: Christ! Did it again, didn't you? So sorry. Uh, Someone take my computer away from me, man. Uh. Anyway, all right. We we got to get to our next question, right? Let me let me do this correctly and go to our next question. All right. Have you got it? Yeah. Okay, go ahead, my man
1: <laughs> it's From Joe Abar says, howdy, would love to hear your thoughts On this opinion, Ooh. that Chris Nolan Is overrated Oh, here we go Having listened to the recent Cinephiles Inception episode Parenthetically great show I found that although I like Inception, I wouldn't say it's great Batman Begins, good, but good, not great Interstellar is fine, Dunkirk is disappointing Have we put this filmmaker in a, On a pedestal he doesn't belong on No one can deny how great The Dark Knight is Uh, excluding that are his movies just okay. I find his presentation of films to be dull and not a lot of colors, even as an exclusion of people of color, Uh, Morgan Freeman, John David Washington being exceptions. I know every filmmaker has his style. However, his shots are repetitive. All the films are too long, too complex, even boring at times. His adamant attitude of releasing Tenet Though uh, the no chairs story is making me lose respect for the man as well. What are your thoughts, Joe <sighs> Um,
0: Okay. Strong statement, Matt. Sure. Um, I'm starting to hear this more and more amongst the quote-unquote film intelligentsia. Um, uh, first of all, when you say complex, Joe, try not to spell it complexed. Kind of takes away your points, but uh, overall, I'm just busting your balls, but overall, though, uh, I have heard this from a number of people. They're starting to feel like Nolan is making the same movie over and over again. Um, I think the man is a wonder with the camera, and I don't mm-hmm. think necessarily his shots are repetitive. I think the moods are repetitive that you see in his movies, right? Like getting into Tenet, watching the new stuff that dropped today as we're recording this with uh, Haley Atwell doing the voiceover for the uh, for the uh, thing about the word it's it puts you back in the mood of this kind of like i don't know what's happening it's so strange like inception what's happening it's so strange um yeah. I, I didn't care for dunkirk myself i probably never need to see that movie again mm-hmm. uh but i think he's an incredible filmmaker and i never feel like his films are necessarily too over long I, f- I know that a lot of people felt like speaking of which dark knight rises was a little too long uh, I didn't find it that way, but I know some people do. I loved Interstellar. Interstellar challenged me like crazy when I was mm-hmm. watching that movie and does every single time I watch it. Um, yeah, I, I get, but I do get his point about the fact that there aren't many uh, actors of color in his movies who are leads. So I totally get that. Maybe that changes like you did with John David Washington as Hollywood becomes yeah. more receptive to that possibility. I think. Uh, it's possible to see that more and more in Christopher Nolan's films. But, uh, yes, I agree with you. His adamant desire to get Tenet out there, and it is coming out there now uh, at the end of August internationally and then the first week of September in some cities here in the U.S. So, he, yeah, people are starting to kind of turn on him. What do you think, Matt?
1: Um, I don't know. I, I think he's ambitious each and every time, and sure. I appreciate that about him. Certainly he's, true. Yeah, he's trying to take swings. Is I, I understand his point of it's a lot of the same because he has a style, mm-hmm. um, very distinctly. Like I'm, you know, uh, I love Interstellar. Um, Inception is good. I just don't know if I need to see it again. Yeah, fair. So that's fine. Dark Knight, I love a lot. Batman mm-hmm. Begins, I love a lot. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's it's, it's like any good director. There's some I can appreciate what he's trying to do, even when it doesn't succeed for me. Right. Um, but, yeah, I, his qualms, like, if you don't like the guy's style, I can totally see why. Like, Dunkirk is
0: sadly dull. Yeah, it really is, right? It's yeah, so... it's, it's
1: boring. And I'm going to be racist on this. I can't tell the white people apart in almost
0: every <laughs> one of his teens. I don't disagree with you. I that's what's so weird. They're all so nondescript. Yes. That you're just like, I. It's who, one I, English potato after another. And
1: it's like, <laughs> I don't know. That potato looks exactly like that potato.
0: I was following this guy. Are we going to a new guy? I I cannot yeah, no. tell cuz I was in when, a boat with this guy but I might when they're
1: in that boat on the beach yeah. and it's getting shot up and there's like six of them. You could have I couldn't outside of Harry Styles. They're all the same to me in that moment. I don't disagree with you, man. And, Tom Hardy just gliding for 17 miles, making U-turns, and just like, that's not exactly how gravity works, and fucking, Uh. you still have the wind resistance and the friction there, but you're going to slow down to a degree that you can't coast up Uh. and down the fucking coast, just like a glider, there's constant updrafts just keeping you, get
0: the fuck out of here. (laughs) He's in that amazing stories plane. that, like, All yeah, of a sudden, the cartoon wheels are going to come out.
1: Just the idea that, that average, everyday blue-collar workers, this is a legit. Uh, they went out and they say It's a tremendous story. It's incredible. <laughs> and to walk out of that going, that was so boring.
0: Yeah, I know. That's, that's why I prefer Darkest Hour. It tells the Dunkirk story as well in a different approach, but I it's, prefer that over Dunkirk.
1: Yeah, it's more entertaining. Certainly, certainly. <laughs> I think technically Dunkirk is a superior film. To exactly. Darkest sure,
0: hour. sure, sure, but and I, I enjoy Darkest Hour more. Yeah,
1: for Oldman's performance. If you took Oldman oh. out and put somebody else in, I don't know if I like Darkest
0: Hour as much. I, I don't disagree with you. It's the same thing yeah. with Lincoln. I wouldn't enjoy Lincoln without Daniel Day Lewis in it as, no. as Lincoln. No, he's so good as
1: a dude that loves it. He's I can't even fathom anybody else tackling that now.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Wait, I, I my, I, were you the guy I got into the boat with? I, I, I don't remember.
1: Legitimately, could not tell the difference. And I was like, I don't fucking know who the fuck this is.
0: Is this the, the same dude? Is it the, is this, the camera's following this guy now? But like, yeah, is this the guy that went in the boat? I can't tell. <laughs> it's so true, Matt. I'm so, and, I'm so glad someone else noticed that too. I was watching. I swear, I, I felt terrible about myself because I was like, no. am I losing it? I don't know. Is this the same guy? <laughs>
1: it's. It was. Mr. It was like you know putting all Ugh. of the same uh, oh who's the, there's like four actors that all look almost exactly the same and they get work I saw it online that's why it's oh. hard. I can't remember who the first if you can find one you can find the others but anyway right. like if you just had all of that with the, the actors that have doppelgangers like the Ed Hardy and that Logan whatever whatever guy
0: oh Marshall then, Green yeah Logan yeah. Marshall Green yeah
1: and you just do that you cast a couple sets of twins and triplets in there and just right. like it's the same effect I have no fucking clue
0: yeah yeah. Um, We've got the other one was, uh, yeah, like Jamie Presley, Margot Robbie, and yep. uh, uh, Samara but, Weaving. They all have the same kind of look. And you're just like, what the fuck?
1: Yeah. Yeah. You can tell them apart, but they do look, you know, the Kira Knightley, yeah.
0: Natalie Portman situation. Now, right. 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 Yeah,
1: and Daisy Ridley a little
0: bit. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Daisy. Uh, so, anyway, <laughs> thanks for that, Abara. Uh, Appreciate that, man. Um, and, uh, all right, we're at 29 minutes. I think we should wrap. You good? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. All right. Well, thanks everybody for sending in, uh, all your great questions. As as you can tell, we enjoy answering them. They always lead us into some interesting conversations, discussions. we kind of, uh, slipped into the early days of Hollywood, which was a lot of fun. And then, uh, went on a little trip with Nolan. So thank you all so much. We can't thank you all enough for being patrons of the show as well.
1: Yes, sir. Um, thank you to everybody that supports us. You can, uh, we hope you enjoyed uh, Tuesday's main show and Monday's episode two of The Golden Ticket. And thanks to everybody that uh, participated in, in uh, Monday's show. Uh, it's been a lot of fun, and the feedback thus far has been pretty excellent. So yeah. we happy you're enjoying it. And uh, it's going to, you know, got more shit in the hopper. We're working on different stuff. So yeah. uh, stay tuned for that. Follow me anywhere at Matt Nost.
0: Oh, you can follow me at the Roca says on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, if you're listening to this on the podcast feed, don't forget we have a YouTube channel. Go and subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Give us some love there. Just look for our logo. Which put the top ten anything, and you should be able to find us there. Uh, and if you don't mind coming over to my YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash John Roca says. Subscribe there too. Uh, all right. Well, thanks everybody. We'll uh, talk to you next time with another brand new episode of Topic Thunder. Ooh.